0: Welcome listeners, this is A Failed System, a podcast about why the school's education system is flawed and is not perfect. And my name is Sean.
1: My name is Okor.
0: And this is our first ever episode for our podcast. So in this episode, we're going to talk about uh, the history of school, uh, the first school made in North America, and basically educate ourselves on, educate everyone on it. All right, so let's dive right into it. On April 23rd, 1635, the first public school in what would become the United States was established in Boston, Massachusetts, known as the Boston Latin School. This was a boys-only public secondary school and was led by schoolmaster Flaumont Pormont, a Puritan settler, and the Boston Latin School was strictly for college preparation. It was modeled after the Free Grammar School of Boston, England, and the English school taught Latin, Greek, and was centered on humanities. Humanities is basically the study of history, literature, art, and philosophy.
1: Yeah, and so, um, yeah. it was created by a, a man named Horace Mann. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was born in 1796 and died at the in 1859 at the age of 63. And basically what he was known for was his commitment for promoting public education to... Um, Well, how he puts it, it's to discipline children, the unruly American children, so that they'll be able to um, be used as better citizens in the the future for jobs and such.
0: And so, some of the Boston Latin School's most well-known people were John Hancock and Samuel Adams. And fun fact, Benjamin Franklin was actually a dropout. And so the Boston Latin School is still a fully functional public school right now with students enrolled in grade sevens to 12. But however, it has changed with time obviously becoming a co educational and uh, becoming co educational in 1972 and moving to location, moving location several times it is now in Boston's Fen- Fenway neighborhood and admissions to the Boston Latin is very competitive and is limited to residents of the city. So. This was the first ever public school, and before schools were made, people were learned were learning in a way of play and exploration is where they put themselves in an open source and unknown area, and they basically explore and teach themselves about it. But after schools were made, I feel like there was to me personally I feel like. That schools are being a lot more direct with the stuff we have to learn and instead of us learning it's more of us memorizing and using that yeah. in a test hmm. like i'm sure i'm sure you're over <laughs> you you know
1: oh we, yeah for sure it's like yeah in the past it was definitely a lot more hands-on and if you wanted to do something you definitely had to get out there and do it yourself um but yeah with the education system uh definitely is like a more centralized area to do all the learning and stuff like that and and yeah. I
0: just actually like realize this now because because of the COVID apocalypse, we are doing online learning and there's so actually I feel I feel like I'm learning more than I'm actually learning than in class. Whereas I'm giving a textbook and let's say equate for math equations to memorize and then using them in tests or using them to do questions rather than rather than me actually learning the material, you know, like memorizing is not learning and I feel like the school needs to get that.
1: Yeah, um, we'll definitely do a lot more, a deeper dive into that during the second episode. But yeah, just like the systems overall back then compared now, um, generally hasn't changed too much. Of course, the classes and like how it's graded and stuff like that, and uh, what teachers could actually do in class to their students. Um, but yeah, so over in general, the the whole system with like the bell. And the teacher, one teacher to, like, say, 20 to 30 students in the classroom where you just write down notes, maybe, or you just listen to the teacher and do some practice questions, depending on the subject, of course. But, yeah, the the general idea of it hasn't really changed much since it was made. Uh, definitely a lot of improvements, but, yeah, we're going to get into why it's not working at the moment and why it did but,
0: yeah. so. One of the reasons why I feel like public schools, public schools weren't re- aren't really working right now, is because instead of instead of trying to get people to actually work towards making a better society that we're going into, because obviously we're all we're all growing up, we're gonna have to get there at a point. Right now, I feel like what schools are doing is making us work for the society. And what I mean by that is instead of getting us prepared, they're prepared for what's, what we're going to have to face. They're getting us prepared for us to work in like doing a nine, nine to five job. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's very not to me, it's very not appealing. And I feel like that I lose my interest in education. If I know after all this time, like 12 years, no more than 12 12, yeah, around 12 years of learning, I turn out to be just another worker that's, that I'm sitting in a desk job from nine to five. That's, that really loses my appeal to education.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. It, uh, bringing it back to the past, it was, yeah, that worked for the time. I mean, school is made to produce in factory workers, right? The bell is straight up from a factory, and it was yeah. pre- to prepare them to be workers so they're efficient and effective and competent at their job um but yeah it was was definitely it worked at the time like i said but uh as time went on it's it's definitely gotten not as good it's definitely not aged well per se and a reason it probably hasn't changed is just because like if you think about the system as say a cruise ship as steve's put it it's it's like a massive cruise ship it's, once it's going in one direction, it keeps going one direction. It's really hard to steer off into a different direction with all that momentum going into just like forward, right? And try to take another path per se. It would take a lot of work, money, and all effort, you know. It would just be a, a just an entire whole process of reforming the whole system. And we think now is a great time to do that, actually, with uh, COVID-19 and online school being such a, a popular thing now because, you know, social distancing and keeping people safe.
0: Yeah, that's true. And we're not saying that public schools aren't good right now. I mean, public school, it's a it's a school for everyone. And I get that it just needs to hit the bare minimum, you know, like because like, you, can't, you can't have a public school with like thousands of students. You can't go in and have the school system change for every single other person because that's just not happening right because it's it's something for everyone but i feel like it still has a lot of room to improve yeah
1: yeah definitely it definitely does um yeah just uh yeah i mean there's a lot to get into which our second episode is, is on why it's outdated so we'll definitely get into that but it's it's a whole rabbit hole per se
0: uh Like take example, like take example, like the people who are actually successful, like Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, they didn't do the bare minimum. They like some of them first, like first, some of them even dropped out because they felt like the education they were getting was not, was not like for them, and they even went back to the exploration and play type, like hands-on learning. They got themselves into unfamiliar, uh area and that they were they were just interested in they just got themselves in an unf- unfamiliar area they were interested in and started learning and i'm not saying that the public schools should make everyone be uh like a, the next big person the next billionaire or the next person to make something life changing for everyone but i definitely feel like that public schools for one, should shouldn't be preparing everyone for the bare minimum of society because I just feel like that isn't enough.
1: Yeah, especially with those outliers, it's definitely school. It's good for certain things, and it does those certain things quite well. Like becoming anything in the STEM fields, really. Like if you want to become an engineer, school's really good for that, right? You need all those yeah. formulas in math class. You need all the physics. You need all these things, right? Doctor, same thing. You know the procedures. You know everything. So for things that you are very by the book and by the rules, they're definitely school is definitely good for that. But when it comes to anything a little bit outside its range, it definitely comes a lot less useful and motivation just drops for students. It just, yeah, I don't know.
0: It's just not ideal. Um, to be honest, like having us two just. Just having us two think that is definitely not enough. There's definitely more students that think they have their own opinion. They're definitely not gonna like have 100% agree with what we say, Def. And then they have their own opinion. And that's why we're gonna have an interview to a student uh, who goes to Sir Winston Churchill.
2: Yeah, um, let's
1: uh, roll that clip now. All right. Joining us today, we have Nick Ko from Sir Winston Churchill Secondary, and he's in grade eleven. Thank you for coming on. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> All right. So for the first question, um, why do you th- what do you think of the school system? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? Do you think it,
2: like just what's your opinion on it? Um. Personally, I don't have any like bad experiences with it. I think it works if you create like a connection with the teachers as long as like they know you and you like have a mutual understanding of like respect for each other so i don't really have an issue with that like as to always having to listen to a teacher because they can teach you a lot of stuff um the only problem like that i have with it is like how early we have to wake up even though we personally like have a pretty late start time compared to other schools but that's like a really small detail but like anyways the school system is like okay for me it works do you um
1: do you think you can improve and if so how how do you think it might improve
2: honestly any way that you can improve your school system is either later start times or investing more into material because nobody wants to go into a school with like poor materials poor teaching like stuff nobody wants to walk into like a science class and then do like some garbage labs right or if you have like a textbook that's like so old that like it's basically sandpaper mm-hmm. like, as long as your stuff is like as long as you have like suitable working stuff then i think that is fine but like how i would improve it is maybe like start class at like nine thirty. <laughs> all right
1: so you, <laughs> you definitely I mean. think that we should uh students should be able to get more sleep right
2: oh yeah I think that sleep's pretty important for teenagers, especially. Like, oh yeah, for you sure. Bro, man. Yeah, yeah, you gotta grow. You know what I'm saying? You
1: All right, it. and um, so um, yeah, why do you think nothing's changed for so long? Like,
2: why has it just been stagnant? I guess you could say. I think that it hasn't changed for so long because we've seen like results as long as people can make it through the school system, and the majority of people can get through. I don't think that people really thought that it needed changing. Like if a bunch of people were like going through school and it wasn't benefiting their life and they're coming out illiterate and like absolutely had no sense of the world, then I think that that was when people should start changing it. But since it has been working for such a long period of time and people have come out of school like smarter, more literate, easier to get jobs, so like that's why I don't think it's changed for that. Because mm-hmm. also, like, needs develop, right? Especially as time goes by, which people are, like, complaining, oh, yeah, you should stop giving us grades and stuff like that because it doesn't help, like, the improvement of the children or whatever like that. I'm like, it works Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying, but definitely it could improve. And from our research, most of the uh, students don't actually know what they want to do. It's kind of like, everyone's kind of just going for a grade.
2: Yeah, but that's generally, like, a consensus because you're forced to take a couple of classes Mm -hmm. even if you don't want to do it and i think that's where some people are lost because they don't have as much choice of freedom but also it's kind of good because if you truly don't know what to do then you can just look at your schedule and be like all right i'm forced to do this i might as well just take my time and then try it And and then like another thing with the school system is like people are complaining about like how grades are affecting like competition and stuff like that and i'm like you 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 need competition in order to strive and improve self-improvement is really hard to be able to motivate yourself just by yourself and say i'm gonna do this because i want to without having like other peers to push you and stuff like that so if you get rid of the grade system you're kind of losing that type of stuff
1: yeah i th- I think the grade system is fine i just think how you get those grades is the problem and that's oh yeah for
2: sure yeah if there was a little bit more practical sense to it like some some courses especially like if you take a look at math or something like english i could see why some people would feel like the methods of acquiring those grades aren't really the best but other courses if you take a look at like media design and like computer science where you have to put your work in and then take something and show for it. I think that those classes are genuinely the best because you Mm -hmm. show your work and depending on how much like effort and how skillful you are, that determines the quality of your product. Right. And so I think that those type of classes are pretty good.
1: Yeah. I mean, I do agree with you on, uh, there's definitely some classes especially if you want to go into the stem fields like a lot of them are useful but for anything more creative especially which we will get into in the podcast um it's definitely not optimal at like at all it's kind of like there's basically little to no creativity uh, involved in a lot of things but we'll we'll define that more in the podcast stuff like that and we'll go in depth but uh yeah I appreciate uh, you for coming on and um, yeah any uh, anything else you want to say uh no thank you all right thank you that wraps up episode one and the next episode we'll be talking about why the school system is actually
0: outdated but until then thanks for listening